everybody. Welcome to the first episode of We're Here Alone Together, acronym being WHAT, a part of the Daddy Unscripted podcast. I wanted to create this different kind of space for the podcast where it's not the normal episodes of me talking with a dad about their dad and being a dad and all that kind of stuff. I wanted to talk with people about what their life is like right now as compared to what it used to be as we are all adapting to a very new and different way of life in the time of COVID-19, coronavirus here on our planet. That can mean a multitude of different things for you wherever you are geographically in the world and whatever your home situation may be in your even your county potentially may be very different. So I just wanted to be able to talk with people about how they are navigating this new time and space in what used to be their normal life and what is now their current normal life. And bonus, huge bonus is this is enabling me to open my floodgates a little bit more and talk with moms and talk with other people that I wouldn't normally maybe be able to talk with on the podcast. So a really exciting thing for me to be able to talk with a wider variety of people for these episodes of We're Here Alone Together. I will remind you, Daddy Unscripted, this is still Daddy Unscripted, so Daddy Unscripted is very proud to be part of Osiris Media, and you should check out osirispod.com see all of the other podcasts that are out there some really cool new things coming out eric krasno plus one where the musician is talking with other musicians talking about all kinds of things of their background their history what they are doing his first episode came out on april 20th and it featured him talking with dave matthews the dave matthews and then the second episode also came out at that time with him talking with laura lee very cool new podcast and Osiris just has new things coming out all the time make sure you check out osirispod.com I will also tell you Osiris is partnered with Jambase check out jambase.com they are your place to go and find out what musicians are doing what things streaming wise so make sure you go to jambase.com to find out how you can still listen to live music And one of the newest things for Daddy Unscripted is my partnership with Harry's. Look, times are tough right now, but Harry's is still here to help you look your best while saving you a little cash along the way. However you are dealing with your time right now as a man, okay, I know this doesn't go maybe for your women, but I don't know what you guys are doing. I normally like to have a fairly big full beard. Right now, I'm having to keep it kind of trim because I have to wear a mask to work every day, and I don't love doing that with a beard. It just doesn't feel like it works great. So perfect timing that this all ended up coming around at the same time where I was able to get back on track with Harry's. I had used Harry's back in the past, and again, like I like wearing a beard, so I normally don't use it that much, but now I'm back on board with Harry's. When I used them before, I was incredibly impressed, and if anything, they're only better now. 
They've got incredibly high quality blades at factory direct prices. They're delivered directly to your door on your schedule, whether you do it with or without a subscription with them. In this particularly challenging time, you can feel a little bit better about purchasing with them because A, as always, 1% of their proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better healthcare for men and veterans. But in this time, you can help support those who need it most right now because Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the United States. That's pretty cool. So I have an exclusive offer for you guys. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com backslash daddy. And this is what you'll get. A weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip. A five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated. And a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. You can get this trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com backslash daddy. Go to that site. Start shaving better today. Get your Harry's trial set. And then you can have your significant others reach out to me and to Harry's and thank us for how much better you look. Whatever it is that you are trying to rock during this time, whether it's a mustache or a soul patch or a full like funky big poppy beard that you're kind of shaving into your face with specific designs, whatever it may be. So make sure you go to harrys.com backslash daddy to start shaving better today. Okay, my first guest today is really special that this is my kickoff person. I kind of have I have some people that I am in contact with of having as part of this, but it just felt right to have Jose Rosado be my first guest. We talk about it as we kind of start early on. And so I'm not going to go through that all again right now. So let's get right to the episode of Daddy Unscripted. We're here alone together with Jose Rosado. Things like this always make you re kind of relook at your priorities. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what you think is a big deal really isn't. What used to stress you out doesn't anymore. Yeah. And we've noticed that for us, it's been great because we've actually spent a ton of time together as a family. You know, we've been able to have dinner together every night. We've been able to, you know, play family game night most nights. We'll play Uno after dinner, you know, watch movies together, have dessert. And those kind of things we've never really had the luxury to do before because I was always, you know, working or or at internship or stuff like that so it was it was tough to get everyone together that's that's a uh, definite positive mm-hmm. i like hearing the positive stuff mm-hmm. all right everybody we are here with the first ever interview for what which i figured i could say in a number of different ways like what or what or i don't know those are <laughs> two of the different emotions i guess for it but we're here alone together Uh, talking about how people are dealing with the new life that we are all living in one respect or another with COVID, coronavirus, however you want to call it. And my first guest is a perfect first guest for this, Jose Rosado. He is the person who walked me literally 
hand holding for me on how to do set up everything with my podcast. He is the reason that Daddy Unscripted exists, really. And uh, I had him on probably like episode seven, eight. Oh, seven. It was definitely seven because I was doing really bad photoshopping for my episodes. <laughs> right. And I remember I did one of you as James Bond. Oh, my God. For yeah. epi- episode 007. <laughs> and I got some there were actually some people who gave me some flack for it. Really? Saying you're really going to like have an episode art as a guy with a gun. I was like, come on. My gosh. But uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of of your work week, Jose, which I don't know what that means. And we're going to get to that. So you've had so many things in your past that you've worked on Mm -hmm. and done. And a lot of them being very big passion projects for you that have also been extremely helpful for others creatives against oppression mm-hmm. also your podcast that is still out there and still listenable yeah it's still either gonna get re-injected at some point uh, i wish yeah i mean that, that was kind of the goal so the podcast was an angry millennial show um if you go to at the angry millennial show.com it's still up you know, we, you remember when, when I started it, it was a kind of personal project when I was newly on like six months in uh, unemployed and looking for work and did it full time for a year. And, um, and at that point I kind of realized I I wanted to go into like human services, you know, kind of the field and, Mm um, and, and figured it was, we just did a hundred episodes. So I figured out a hundred episodes all right, it's a good time to stop to take a break. And we were going to uh, switch like a seasonal format just to make it easier to kind of, you know, record content and release it and that kind of thing and, and get season sponsors. But the trajectory that my life took since then kind of was definitely a lot more involved than I had thought. And um, the last year, let's see, year and six months, I've been at uh, Northwestern University. Uh, so I went back to school to get my master's in clinical mental health counseling. So, you know, between that and uh, work and everything else, just time, like any, like everyone else, right? Didn't have, the, didn't have the time. And not all of us can get away with uh, the SGN artwork that, you know, John Krasinski can. <laughs> as much as I yeah. like to be like, hey, it's cool, don't worry. And I'm like, nah, yeah. it's still got to be good, you know? <laughs> so. So you before all this Mm -hmm. hit are going to school daily you have your family life at home Mm -hmm. your two both are teenagers now yes yep two two teenagers Mm -hmm. that are going to school now everything is shut down you guys are in a not martial law was put in in pennsylvania but not not in Maryland, right? No, we have, we still have, uh, so no curfew or anything like that, but we do have uh, a stay at home order here in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, that oddly enough, today's, well, today on, on Friday, there's going to be an update from the governor. So I don't know, like with some uh, timelines, but um, for the last probably five weeks, maybe almost six weeks, we've had the stay at home order. Yeah. So are you doing, I, I haven't talked to many college students about this because it's all been about high school and mm-hmm. elementary. Are you doing distance learning yeah. in college or? Yeah. Well, the good thing is 
my program is entirely online because Northwestern is oh. in Chicago. Yeah. So they were uh, ahead of the curve. We actually go to class an hour and a half, you know, class at night or whenever you have a class over Zoom. So we all mm. meet over Zoom and professor shares their slideshow for that day's lecture, plays videos. You know, it's basically does everything they can do, you know, in person over the internet, which is great because I'll be honest, uh, I hated online learning when I was originally in college and grad school when I was in my 20s. Yeah. And I wasn't looking forward to it, but I knew it was the only option I had. And I was a little trepidatious to say the least, you know. But yeah. when I, after like my first quarter, we have quarters instead of semesters, um, I was like, I had, I fully bought in, you know, and, and, mm. and I told my wife, I said, what's crazy is even though it's just over like, you know, Zoom or the computer or a webcam, there is the same amount of camaraderie and, you know, just just friendship that you have amongst other students that you never could do before. Right. I never had personally. Yeah. You know, either either as a professor, you know, I, I would I struggle connecting my students like I would in person online. But with this, I mean, we had group chats, like group text chats. We'd support each other. You know, we'd we'd check in with each other. And I I didn't have that kind of um, engagement from when I went my originally went to grad school when I was uh, 23, you know, in 2006. Wow. So it was like I was like, this is awesome. You know, and uh, so thankfully we haven't had any hiccups per se. Um, unfortunately, right now I am in my clinical internship, like practicum kind of stage. Mm -hmm. So that part is a little not not fuzzy, but there's um, they're just lifting a bunch of kind of restrictions and saying we'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, from the from state licensing boards and those sorts of things uh, while we see clients. But you know, other than that, we've been we've been okay. You know, I feel for other schools that didn't really have an yeah. online presence and all of a sudden have to, that must be really hard. I feel for yeah. a lot of people who are graduating this year. I can't imagine not having a, a formal graduation, especially after all the hard work, you know, I put in, I I'm damn sure getting a graduation some way, <laughs> some way or another, yeah. you know? Um, and, uh, so yeah, so we'll see, but I, I, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's definitely tough. Yeah. And how are the kids doing with it? Um, you know, I, I feel like for a lot of people, obviously the hope, you know, is that everyone is safe and, and their family is safe. Right. So, you know, barring that, I think a lot of people would agree that, that for some of this, this is just like things we've all had to learn. Mm -hmm. And this is now just the, the, uh, stimulus that's making us kind of do it, you know? Yeah. So how, how are you guys dealing with the essentials that you're having to, are you splitting the duties as parents are you dividing and conquering are you stocking up for a month are you going week by week how's it going for you guys um you know we've because again and i think we still don't really know how long this new norm is going to be you know so yeah. we we took advantage of certain things and and gotten deferments on our mortgage and other stuff you know so that Good. we could have the money on hand if we ever needed it so in that, in that sense, it's been nice to have the, you know, the extra money on hand to take care of the groceries and essentials and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Jess still, um, my wife, Jessica, she, she works from home and her job, she, she really could do her entire job from home. Mm -hmm. So for her, it's not really a huge transition. You know, usually someday she'll work from home anyway. Um, so 
for her, it was kind of, it's kind of like nothing's really changed, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. But for me, my job, so, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I, the last year and change, I've been the executive director of a wellness and recovery center here in Maryland. Mm -hmm. So while that has a ton of, you know, the fun executive level, uh, responsibilities, the reality is we can't even be open at this time. So mm-hmm. um, I still go in and check mail and, and do other stuff, you know, maybe once or twice a week. Um, but other than that, I just do my stuff from home. You know, right now we're I'm submitting uh, my budget modifications for the end of uh, FY20, you know, for our nonprofit fiscal year. And then I'm working on the budget for FY21, you know, that we submit that uh, takes effect July 1. So you know, it's a busy time for nonprofits this time of year. But you know, other than that, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. As you know, Jessica got really into making masks and she's in making them, you know, nonstop, which yes. is amazing. And I'm so proud of her, um, you know, for just stepping up and doing that. And it's been it's been great. But as such, it, it kind of released this kind of um, angry, mean mom side. That, uh, <laughs> that that when she went because you brought up like grocery shopping, and I was saying to my wife, "Well, I'll get it. You know, I can go." And she's like, "No, no, you're like the kids. You're just you'll probably get it and die. No, uh, you're 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 gross. You don't know how to be clean." I'm like, "What in the world?" And she's like, "I'll just go. I'll do all the shopping because I'm the cleanest one in the house." And I was like, "All right, fine." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm "Not gonna." You know, I'm mildly offended. Yeah. You know, so it's um, it's been I've just been moral and 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 monetary support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, I will give her a plug. Umicreative.com. Yeah, Umi. Right? Yeah, Umi Creative. Um, Umi, which is the letter U M E, and she is amazing. She made a bunch of masks for our animal hospital out here because we are. Yeah, we are always going to be open. And so amazing work by Jessica to help us be as safe as we can wearing masks. So umicreative.com, you guys. She has a Mm -hmm. template up there for you to DIY masks. She does a lot more than just mask making. Check her out. Yeah, yeah, she's a graphic. So by by her her job job, she's a creative director. Um, But obviously that just means you're a really knowledgeable graphic designer, (laughs) you know, with with managerial experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so she, all that kind of stuff, you know, still does websites. I still help her out with websites and stuff like that. And she still takes side work. So, you know, this was a a fun thing for her to, you know, because I told her, I said, you know, you can't do this forever nor should you, you know, so why don't you yeah. just make a video and put the template on your website? And she's like, Hmm. And I was like, yeah, just pay it forward, you know? And, and, uh, and that's what she ended up doing. Um, cause I think now she's getting towards the end of the, uh, the road. Yeah. I think that that happened with a lot of people. Yeah. And then I'd sit in front of the, she was like every night she would be done with work at five. Then she's sitting in front of the sewing machine and then watching the office and making masks. And then she would, we would eat dinner. And then she'd go back to the sewing machine and she wouldn't stop until like 11 o'clock at night. And that was, that was her entire Jeez. day. You know, it was just work and then masks, work and then masks. And, uh, you know, I told her, I was like, you know, break wouldn't hurt. You can only go for so long, you know? Yeah. It's really one of those other cool things that you're being able to see by people out there that are not in that job but are massively helping the people that are having to take those things on so big ups to the mask makers of the world yeah 
So as we talked a little bit about your job, tell me about your involvement and things in regards to mental health with all of this. How how are you and uh, maybe members of your family dealing? How are you um, having conversations with, I know, other people? And what have you found that people have been kind of pivoting to to help them make it through this as well and strongly as possible? You know, full disclosure, I mean, you know me, I'm a pretty social person. You know, uh, as much as I hate crowds, I do like people, you know, I say individuals. <laughs> and um, yeah, so for me, it's been hard. You know, it's been hard not getting up and going to work and, and seeing people and the smiling faces and, um, you know, being able to really feel like I helped someone who just walked in and and I was able to, you know, help them however they I could. And it's like I didn't realize how much that was a big part of my overall work satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Um, until it was gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, and now all that's left is emails and bills. It's a lot less fun, <laughs> you know. Um, and I'll be honest, even physically, uh, so mentally I was struggling, me personally, for a little bit because I went from, you know, a fit, I'm not going to lie, should work out a lot more than I don't do now. So there's that. But comparatively speaking, going from what I used to do to literally nothing, was, you know, a huge drop off. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing like the second week I threw my back out and it happens every once in a while I have a bad Mm -hmm. back, but this was like one of the worst ones ever where I was lying on the floor, couldn't move much, um, had to basically just stay on the floor for like days and, um, you know, slept on the floor. That's not as fun as it sounds. And, and then I was like, okay, I feel good. So as soon as I, as soon as I felt better to mind you, it took like a week and a half. As soon as I felt better, I, I started walking around. I'm like, oh, this is great. Then all of a sudden, my knee blows up. Oh, God. And I get bursitis in my left knee. Oh, and I'm literally back on the floor. And I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating, you know? And and it was it was hard because on a mental level, I mean, A, obviously, it just it just sucked, you know? And no yeah. one likes being in pain. I couldn't go to the doctor. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do anything, you know? But also the fact of like, just like you said, being in this situation we're in and feeling literally helpless, you yeah. know, and, and, and putting everything on my wife and kids like that didn't feel great, you know, mm-hmm. that, and that was frustrating. I mean, everyone, you know, made their life alert jokes and <laughs> I gave them credit for even knowing about life alert, but, but, um, you know, life alert jokes and, and call me broken and all this stuff. And then eventually oh, I just got like more, I got more frustrated, you know, in, in terms of all that kind of stuff. But but it's interesting because in terms of like clients that we're seeing at our practice, it's the whole gamut. You know, you got some people that are like, hey, uh, I'm fine. If we can't see each other in person face to face, I'll just take a break from therapy for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I got other people who, you know, call twice a day, you know, um, you know, needing help. And I personally feel like you're either at either end of the spectrum right now. Either yeah. you're like, I'm good. Or you're like the unknown and the anxiety of what's going on is absolutely driving me up a wall. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think for all of us, it's been like a lot of people, it's been an adjustment because you've got people that I'm used to going out. I'm used to being like my usual days, you know, I go to work from seven to two and then two days a week I go straight from work. I go to the private practice where I'm a, a clinical intern and, and I'm there until eight, nine o'clock at night. 
mm-hmm. you know, so don't get me wrong. Those are pretty crappy 13 hour days, Yeah, but it just is what it is. So, you know, when I go from that to I'm home all day, every day mm-hmm. for weeks, I mean, we're all just looking at each other going, I love you. I love you. I love seeing you, but I just wish I could not see you for like a little while. You know, it's funny. Everyone jokes around about the divorce rates skyrocketing <laughs> once it's all is like up and gone. But you know what? They're not wrong. I mean, if you got problems and then you're around oh, the person twenty four seven, it's yeah. just it, you're just going to work through those a lot quicker. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that you know Jess and I can stand each other and. And, uh, it's a nice change because we don't get to spend that much or as much time together. Yeah. You know, cause at one point we used to both work from home. So it was a little bit, you know, more similar to now, but it's been years since that's been yeah. the case. So, yeah, I've, uh, talked with a few people lately about the joy for those of us who have good situations at home and good mm-hmm. relationships. And I say it to my kids frequently like i'm extremely grateful that we like and love each other and (laughs) you know let's be very excited about that and Mm -hmm. you know as i'm saying that just the the memory of what people were talking about right off the bat of like think about the people that are in bad situations and are hunkered down with you know not only you've got the extreme of the people that are in potentially violent and extremely yucky situations, but Mm -hmm. also the people who just don't have that love for one another and whatever. I just, I I'm extremely blessed and fortunate and know that. And to anybody who is in a worse situation, like find, find your people, find the hotlines, find your Mm -hmm. safe people to talk to like, yeah, the warm lines, all that kind yeah. of stuff. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, we, and we still, we still see a bunch of people. So we still conduct, you know, therapy over Zoom or FaceTime or phone. So a lot of, you know, uh, you know, counselors and therapists and psychologists and all that, they're, you know, they're adapting as the best as they can to meet the need. Um, yeah. And, uh, and hopefully people take advantage of it if they need to, you know, if that's the case. I mean, but even, even as you were saying that, you know, yeah, you know, you and I are blessed for sure. But I even was, I had a dose of reality earlier when I had a call from someone because of work and it was someone I didn't really talk to a a ton. You know, they're people who give us our grants, you know, we don't really talk Mm -hmm. a lot, but we're just kind of making small talk in the beginning. And she just puts out there that her husband passed away in January and now she's just home alone. And I'm like, oh. Like, I am so sorry. And I'm glad I didn't go first. Tell you about how much it's been great spending time with my family. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And and I never even thought of that. And I was like, oh, that's got to be, that's got to be really, really hard. Yeah. You know, so it's like, again, for the people who, who aren't as fortunate, this, I mean, it, for everyone, it's, it's tough, but especially for those people. As somebody who's working in that field, what would your kind of advice be to people who now find themselves in this situation but weren't in the place previously or at present where Mm -hmm. they already had either a psychiatrist or a psychologist or somebody that they were working with what's the best way for them to kind of 
find i mean is it just a hotline or is there something else that they can or should do um well i mean if, if you're looking for someone to become like your you know like a regular therapist that you see or something like that you know um you know psychology today is a great website you know you can search in your area you can search by specialization um and all kinds of things you can search by your insurance say you know who you have for your insurance and, and make sure that they they take your insurance you know so that's a great resource for a lot of people it's just psychologytoday.com. But the good thing is in general is, again, because of a lot of the uh, adaptive nature of what everyone in the world is going through, mm-hmm. um, even the the kind of watchdog bodies are having to loosen, you know, um, on their grips. For instance, you know, we, we ordinarily would never be able to use FaceTime or phones for HIPAA compliance, you know, mm-hmm. issues. But they've even said that, you know, you won't get fined. You know, like it's just because we just have to do what we have to do right now. Um, and the good thing is that now you can do an intake with a new client over Zoom, you know, which that primarily most of the time, at least from my, as far as my knowledge, because we don't have a ton of um, telemedicine in my practice. But I don't believe you could do that before. You had to at least meet in person to do an intake and assessment. And then maybe from there you could see that person, you know, tele- telemedicine or telehealth. But now, um, you know, we've had to ask those questions, you know, yeah. for, so for us, for, for like, you know, people who are still in school, you know, the question was, Hey, can I take on new clients even though I haven't seen them, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And they said, yeah, you know, so it's, you know, th- that's the good thing is that the, well, first off, we have to address the fact that this is a historic event, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is for our, for, I mean, you're a little bit, I think you're a little bit older than me, but you know, for us, it was, you know, 9-11 and the recession, mm-hmm. you know, and this is like our kids' generations that, you know, yeah. it is that you're going to learn about this in the history books, you know, in decades to come, you know, and, and so kind of acknowledging that and saying some things are going to come out on top and some things are just going to probably just go away entirely, you know, so uh, I, we've had this conversation, like anything mental health related right now, if you're able to adapt and you're able to do telehealth and telemedicine and, uh, and you have a a practice that is, you know, able to weather the storm, I mean, it's, you know, you're probably going to see an uptick in, Mm -hmm. in, in, you know, people you're seeing, you know, because of what's going on, almost like recession proof, you know, like, uh, but especially this, now we're starting to see, you know, a spike and, you know, it's just, again, being able to adapt to it. Yeah. Now that's good that that's available to people because I think I, as you were talking, I was thinking of a good description being don't look down right now and with multiple meanings, mm-hmm. DLD hashtag, I don't know. Um, but like there is so much that is unknown right now and mm-hmm. you can absolutely get 100% paralyzed by that. You can just not know what to do and spiral into that darkness and not looking down plugging kind of ahead day by day for some hour by hour and doing what you need to do to make it through this without thinking about that overwhelming feeling of when is it going to end when is when is this all going to change and or or what is it going to look like when it does yeah you know that's the other thing it's like i love movies Mm-hmm. maybe literally maybe movie theaters after this are gone. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just purely all, 
you know, uh, uh, boxes, you know, Apple TV, smart TVs and all that drive in uh, movies. Yeah. Drive-ins. Yeah. Maybe they bring drive-ins back. Uh, you yeah. know, it's so it, that's the thing too, is I'm usually a big, like, you know, I'm usually a big picture guy. Yeah. It's, it's been kind of hard for me to literally have to just say, I'm taking it week by week, day by day, yeah. because that's the reality is that we don't know what the future is going to look like. So don't bother, Yeah. <laughs> you know, just try and be as productive as you can right now. Try and not be as sedentary as I was and end up hurting yourself. <laughs> You know, but um, that's the other thing too is just the fact again that this we don't know what the new norm is going to look like. Like I don't know if I'll ever shake hands again. Yeah, as, as crazy as that sounds, you know. Yeah, um, I remember seeing Fauci saying that like quite a few weeks ago. Like we may just never shake hands anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah. you know, like I've been watching. Uh, you ever watch Chicago PD? or Chicago Med, or Chicago Fire. Like, I've dabbled. I went through the entire archive of Chicago oh, PD. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things that I picked up on that's funny, very apropos, right, because I never would have noticed it otherwise, is that the all the all the um, detectives, right, and the officers in their, in their unit, whenever they go to, like, fist bump, they do wrists. Hmm. Like, they actually don't ever touch fists. They don't touch hands. They just go, all right, man. And I was like, that's probably going to be the new, like, yeah. You know, fist bump, handshake, baseball, baseball high five. You just hit a home run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now we are bumping uh, forearms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so it, it's just, you know, it's just going to be again. It's just to be different. You know, like yeah. for, for what we do for personally, at like my job, we have groups every day. We might never have groups again. Yeah. You know, we can't have six to ten people in in a ten by ten foot area anymore. Yeah. You know, especially with, with where we are in underserved community. I mean, tons of our people are high risk anyway, you know, mm-hmm. diabetes, obesity, you know, uh, smoking, you know, breathing issues, you know, like all these yeah. things age. So it's like, they're just high risk in general. So, you know, it, it's just going to be extra cautious. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. No, I appreciate your insight because I think that that's all very good knowledge, especially about like psychology today and everything that people can continue to do because the, I think one of those worst scenarios for some people is, Oh, I should have found somebody before this all went down. Right. Now I can't and right. I'm feeling like they can't do anything. So I'm glad that you, uh, provided that information to us. Yeah. Cause not, it's not, it's not ideal, right? It's not yeah. what we'd want, but it's, it's better than nothing. And the fact yeah. is that you still can, you know, take advantage of, of mental health services and, uh, you know, and see somebody. I think that might almost prove easier to some people because I know how difficult it can be to find that perfect match Mm-hmm. that you feel like you want from whoever you are talking with. And so, Oh yeah. It's like dating. If, yeah. yeah totally. say, if no one, if no one's ever been to therapy, just know that it's, it's legit like dating. Yeah. So you have to, you have to put in the work, kiss some frogs and, and find a right match. And, uh, yeah. and just know that it's not therapy that sucks. It's just probably the person you're with. is not a good fit. Yeah. And, uh, and they keep looking, which is fine. Mm-hmm which happens. Yeah. Well, keep on keeping on out there, Jose. Like I appreciate what you guys are doing and what Jess has done for so many people and that you guys are strong as a family is very relieving to me knowing both of you so well. And, uh, I feel good about that at all times. And I love not having to worry about you guys. 
So yeah, and same here, man. You know, yeah. like you know, it's been it was fun for me to break out my uh, podcasting mic and <laughs> yeah, you know, and and finally have a great memory lane for you. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's like you know, it's it's fun, man. It's so yeah. much fun just having great yeah. conversations with people and and being able to share it with others. It's uh, it's definitely a great medium. All right. Well, thanks for being on the very first episode of my little offshoot with what? My pleasure. My pleasure, brother. It's been awesome. Here's my cheesy little maybe outro that I will do with everybody. Thanks for telling us what's what in your life. Hey, I like that. I think it was great. <laughs> I will um, do that in my cheesy voice with some people to really push that over the edge. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Sometimes you got to be a little... You know, it's a dad. I don't tell enough dad jokes and whatever, so I'm good with that. All right. Thanks, Jose. No problem, Tim. Have a good one. Okay. And that's the end of my first episode of We're Here Alone Together, a.k.a. What of Daddy Unscripted. Thanks to Jose again for being the person who kicked this whole thing off with me. I really could not be more happy that it was him that acted as the champagne bottle across the bow of my ship. Is that better? I think that's a good way of describing that. So if you want to go back to some of those things that Jose has done, check out the angry millennial. There's some really cool interviews that he had on that podcast. And I will put some of these things in the show notes as well for you to be able to find and on the website, but you can drop me a line daddyunscripted at gmail.com for other guests or comments on this idea that I've had of bringing these conversations out and you can find all things daddy unscripted on social media as daddy unscripted instagram facebook twitter follow all of them send me a note through there tell me what you think I always appreciate you guys I know I say that every time but I really do appreciate any and all of the feedback that you guys give me Thanks to Umphreys McGee for letting me use their music on these episodes. I changed it up a little bit on these episodes to make it sound a little bit different. So check out Umphreys McGee at umphreys.com. They are also doing a bunch of stuff as we talked about jambase.com being your place to find out where people are doing music things. Umphreys is doing something so many different days of the week, different members of the band and as well as the band doing streams of old concerts, etc. So umfreeze.com for all of that. You guys, I can't say it enough. We said it towards the end of this episode and we said it multiple times in different ways during our conversation. But if you need to talk to somebody, reach out, find the, I always specify this to people when I'm talking with them. Find your safe people to talk to. Know who the right people are in your life that you can talk with safely and that you feel that comfort level, that you are not getting too deep with somebody who's going to do the wrong thing with that information or whatever it may be. But that's very important. As I put in every episode and in all of my show notes, if things are really bad and you feel like you need to reach out to somebody at a much higher level, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. I have a Google Voice number for any of you to use at any time. You don't have to give me your name. You don't have to tell me anything. Sometimes you just need to 
say things. And you don't need anybody to do anything else but listen. If you do want me to reach back out, then leave me your number. I will absolutely reach back out to you in a safe way or via email or whatever. But that Google number is 872-444-6784. So you guys have that number. I wanted to make sure I put those. Those will also be in the show notes. I think I can say with confidence that my next episode should be out pretty shortly of this with a friend of mine, Sarah, who works as a nurse in a hospital in Las Vegas. I will just say that I'm very excited to be able to sit and talk with her about what, there it is again, the acronym, what her life is like with her and her husband and their under one-year-old, I believe under one-year-old son out in Las Vegas. So that should be out soon. Another normal episode of Daddy Unscripted, I believe is going to be coming out next week. So lots of things happening. Make sure you are connected to me on social media. So you're seeing all about all of that. Subscribe as well. That's the best way for you to get these episodes when they're coming out. Subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And thanks again, you guys. I really am trying to make this a very positive experience as much as possible and trying to help push the idea that it's very good for us to be talking to others as well. So be well, be healthy, be safe, take care of yourself and your loved ones, and keep an eye out for the next episode soon. Thanks, you guys. 